My God, what's he doing? That is, no. is his. Oh, my. Soon heaven on its way to hell. He saw something bad can happen when you're this high up. You're out of control. He, he's letting his emotion carry him away here. Oh, my God. Oh, no. A top for the top. The leg is up. The leg back down is up. And Cody beats Wardlow to win the steel cage match. And now we know exactly what we have. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back. It's your pals at the War Report. I am your host, Rajani. Of course, I'm always joined by my esteemed colleague over in Florida, Cyrus. What's going on, man? Everything is all well. Uh, it's been a really nice week in wrestling, and I can't complain at all. But there, there, there is a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of negativity, which I'm not a big fan of. But, you know, you th- you think that's so? the wrestling community. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we'll talk about it more you know, within the trenches. But, like, a lot of the reception that uh, the takeover got and a lot of lying from the people. I'm not a big fan of it. Well, in case you were, you know, within a box over the weekend or on Sunday, uh, NXT takeover happened in Portland. Um, of course, it had the obligatory Poppy performance. Uh, are you are you a fan of Poppy? I'm a fan of Poppy. Okay, okay. I asked on Twitter, is Poppy's music like good? Like, do people like listen to it outside of takeovers? And nobody said anything. And I was when it was crickets. I was like, I was very scared to like look into you know listening to the music for myself especially like a lot of good music has come out uh you know recently so like i just put in the back burner but who knows maybe next week i'll have a poppy review i ain't got nothing else better to do (laughs) all right well poppy's uh new album is uh i disagree it is she describes it as like genderless i'm not generous uh genreless uh Mm. it plays with like pop and then now she's more metal now she's kind of been uh like in between those fields i think it's good i think like Uh since i heard i think i forgot what takeover it is when they uh had uh x like her song x on there it it was really catchy and i looked like more into her stuff that was probably like two takeovers ago i'm not even really sure I mean, I'm a fan. Uh, it looks like sure. with uh, Triple H now, Poppy's more of the uh, NXT house band, <laughs> other than you know, other than Slipknot. So maybe we'll probably see I, her more. I, I think that, like uh, you know, a lot of people are kind of sad that like uh, what is it, uh, CFO dollar sign um, is like gone. But I, I think like uh, tri- Triple H is doing a lot of cool stuff with the music, like seeing uh, you know. Uh, Miami native uh, Denzel Curry like uh, on the takeover theme that was really cool um, takeovers like having like three themes like that's really cool as well like Triple H like trying to differentiate like uh, themselves with having like really hip cool music so that's cool like whoever is like in charge of like doing the music stuff I think they're doing a really cool uh, a really good job at NXT in NXT yeah yeah, and it seems like he, you know, with the million things that he does, uh, he <laughs> has the kind of a pulse on, like, what's out there, what's new. And um, 
he presents songs from established artists and then some up and coming artists too. So mm-hmm. good on him. So this week's in the trenches, uh, we're going to talk about Nyla Rose. Now Nyla Rose is the first transgender women's champion, uh, for AEW, and I believe in history at a, um, major corporation. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, and I, pretty sure that you know you and i can both agree there was going to be some pushback from some neg- from some ignorant people about this and one of them <clears throat> yeah, was um val venus now i'm not going to repeat what he said but he was on a um facebook post and he was vehemently against her being a champion cody pushed back um he said in a media call or uh, for the Wrestle Observer, uh, they said that, you know, Cody said Val Venus' response to not only was running his titles a little disappointing. Said, like, he's the disco inferno of WWE. Nobody knows him anymore. Says the real way to end bigotry <laughs> is to not give people like him attention and oxygen. Stop giving the ball back to those people. I agree, Cody. Good on yeah. you. Now, unfortunately, our favorite galaxy brain person, Jim Cornette, had to weigh in on his uh, drive-through podcast. And with that, he said, I'm not going to say the full gist of it, but he claimed that ALW should use Nyla's transgender re- like uh, title to get heat. <laughs> like to basically say that, like play up this idea that she's this unstoppable monster, but the fact that she's a transgender person is an unfair advantage that he said, mm-hmm. that's what people need in pro wrestling to get stirred up and offended. Cyrus, what are your thoughts on both Vile <laughs> Venus and Jim Cornette saying these asinine things about Nile? Um, Val Venus, whatever his CT is flaring up. I don't care. Um, the Jim Cornette thing, like, absolutely ridiculous um i hate a lot of this uh you know this very transphobic stuff that is happening towards nyla rose like they know that she is in the women's division and honestly if they would have like if they would have never known that uh nyla rose was trans like this would even really be a discussion obviously um I think people should hate, like everything I'm going to say is very common sense. Like, I feel like, no, they should not play up the fact that she's like uh, transgender to get heat. You know, she should just be a normal character and, you know, people should hate her off that. Um, on the Late Fees episode where they talked about uh, Hannibal Lecter, they had a homosexual character, but there were a villain, and some people in you know the LGB community felt like it demonized them. That's exactly what would happen if Nyla Rose became you know that kind of character that Jim Cornette wants. Like it demonizes transgender people, and that's not good for trans folks at all, especially like them getting hate already you know hate crimes and all of that like it, it's really stupid uh you know no surprise that you know people in wrestling are being ignorant i think if we haven't already um i know that everybody well some people revere jim Cornette as like 
throughout his history of knowing so much about wrestling, but he's, this sport has obviously passed him by and people need to stop looking at him as a voice. Now, if yeah. this is not, I mean, even with these comments, like if you were on the fence about that before, um, he, he doesn't like, you know, people like Joey Janela. He doesn't like young bucks. Uh, he doesn't like Kenny Omega. He calls him Kenny Olivier. Um, he says very defaming things about the Joshi wrestlers calling them Japanese schoolgirls and saying that Kenny Omega has a Japanese schoolgirl fetish, which is wrong. I mean, if you watch Stardom, you know, these ladies work very hard and, you know, could probably wrestle Jim Cornette under her ring. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, I think it was great that ALW not only put the title on her because, you know, we've agreed on this show that they should have did that before, but they have people like her. They yeah. have people like Sonny Kiss because, you know, wrestling fans aren't just you and I. Wrestling fans, they, more so now, it's inclusive. There are, you know, gay wrestling fans. There are transgender wrestling fans. And the fact that, like, somebody like Jim Cornette or Val Venus, I don't, even, I don't even know what Val Venus does anymore. He says that he works at the dispensary. Well, I mean, sorry to that dispensary, but the fact that they keep on projecting these stereotypes against these, you know, against transgender people and these very transphobic comments, like that's mm-hmm. keep that out of wrestling, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like wrestling has evolved. There's different strides for wrestling. Like there's comedy wrestling. There's like people like Orange Cassidy, like different strokes for different mm-hmm. folks. But this is, this bigotry shouldn't be allowed in the sport. Just shouldn't. And on it, like, it shouldn't be allowed in the sport, and especially we should just ignore them. There is a very there's a common denominator uh, between Val Venus and Jim Cornette. I'll let y'all uh, you know figure that out. It's just like you know we need to let a lot of these quote unquote voices in wrestling go. It's very clear that. You know, the times has passed them by. So I don't even really know why we even give these person, like these people, the, you know, time or our attention when they say stupid stuff. You know, um, there there should be a lot of new voices in wrestling. And it's, it's very clear that it passed them by. And we should just really ignore it at this point. And I think, you know. If anybody is going to be transphobic or just, you know, a bigot in general, just throw them under the rug. Who cares? Like, wrestling is for everybody. Just look at and it. And representation like, matters. And it absolutely does. And just look at Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette has to result to saying some of the most vile shit to get sound bites now because he can't get a job anywhere. He, he got, you know, dismissed from NWA from what he said. Um, mm hmm. I don't, I don't care what he says, you know, about his politics or anything like that. Like his backwards meaning doesn't belong in wrestling. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. It doesn't like, you know, like these comments, he said so much. I've basically kept it, you know, lost the inventory of stuff that he said. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Like, stop, stop 
listening to these people and hopefully they'll just go away and like disappear under a bridge or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Val Venus ain't, you know, like this like, guy, yeah, this guy was, who's... this guy was in the attitude era. You know, he, his gimmick was a porn star. He came to the ring <laughs> with a towel. Uh, he had a, um, uh, angle where like somebody was going to cut his penis off with a samurai sword. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who cares about this guy? <laughs> and like, like, come on, let's be real. Like, we would have never heard of like, we would never hear of Val Venus again if he wasn't saying, you know, some really, you know, you know, some transphobic stuff. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not checking for Val Venus's opinion, man. Like, you're, you like, you work in a dispensary, just sell. Sell whatever you need to get by. I don't care if you want to be transphobic, bro. Ah, man. Well, let's move on to NXT TakeOver Portland. What do you think about the show overall? It's a very good show. The, you know, the ending to the main event is kind of like, oh, you know, kind of like, it it, kind of like, you know, takes the wind out of your sails a bit, depending on like who you are. Like, obviously it sets up for an angle, of course, but I thought it was a really good show. I liked it a lot. Um, The Tegan Knox and uh, Dakota Kai is obviously like my favorite match on the card. Um, There's a lot of like really good story stuff that they did and it pushes a lot of stuff forward. I, I thought, I mean, it's just like with any takeover, like basically we're echoing what we say, every single Saturday or Sunday takeover. It was a good show overall. Like it was, yeah. you know, you had high quality matches with high quality wrestlers. Like I have to agree with you there. T Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox was my favorite. Uh, they really it, went it hard. Is, it is as violent as I wanted it to be. And I La- loved it. Laptops, cricket bats, everything. <laughs> um, a lot of people were sour on the main event. Uh, a lot of people were sour on the angle that happened at the main event. And I admittedly, I was one of them. I was sitting in my place. I saw it happen. I let out a, Oh no, not this again. (laughs) And I mean, like we pretty much, I mean, I going into the show, I thought that Adam Cole was going to retain. I didn't think that he was going to drop it until Mm -hmm. WrestleMania weekend, but I didn't think it was going to, be this was going to be the way how he lost i was like oh yeah. man you know what i mean um a lot of people complained that the main event was way too long but come on we watch new japan pro wrestling so it's just like a long main event is really nothing to me uh people kicking out of, i watch like you know watch pwg kicking out of a finisher is nothing to me so i think a lot of a lot of the other complaints that I've seen about uh, the main event was just like, okay, th- this seems like a, you know, you, you're excusing it from something else, but, you know, you hate when NXT does it. I think that's kind of ridiculous. Um, but, like, overall, the show is really good. Like, I can understand, like, people being, like, you know, exhausted from, like, how long these matches are. But, like, shit, take a nap before a takeover big baby i i did think that uh the main event got a little spammy though i i was like okay like it was like, i was okay. you know what i mean like okay, I, okay. it does it does get spammy but like we go and watch an okada main event where he's doing three pound 
three different types of power drivers, eight Rainmakers, and then, you know, like, the first uh, Rainmaker is, like, uh, 16 minutes uh, into the match. Like, you know what you're in for when you see the main event start at 9.30 or, you oh, know, oh, 9.45. Oh, oh, no. Like, I'm, I, if anybody knows me, everybody knows that, like, when I watch New Japan, I criticize that. Like, I'm like, you know, like, we call it an Okada match. You know, I think that mm-hmm. these long battles, you know... They get done so much that, like, it's almost like a detriment. Like, everybody kind of uh, fell in love with, like, that whole series of Okano Omega and, like, these, like, mm-hmm. marathon matches where, like, you have, like, think back to Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Think back to that Iron Man match and how kind of special that was. You know what I mean? Even Bailey yeah. and Sasha with that Iron, Iron Woman match, like... You know, those long matches and, like, those battles should be saved, you know, for yeah. for stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I get it. I, I see your point. I, I mean, I I do get it. But I think maybe we'll go into it when we talk about the show a little bit. Um, maybe NXT maybe needs to change up their formula a little bit. I don't know. But um, yeah. we're going to do something new. We're calling this Stock Up, Stock Down. We're just going to go through... Um, some of the superstars of NXT Takeover Portland see the you know stock up, stop down. So let's start with Ray Ripley and Bianca Belair. Are you going stock up? Or are you going stock down? The stock is all the way up. It is off the charts. Okay. Well, well why do you th- go into that? Why do you think? Um, I. Personally, I thought this should have been the main event because it had WrestleMania uh, implications. Uh, but this match was really good. I liked it a lot. And, you know, uh, the angle at the end, Charlotte coming through, like, it, it plays a very important role in, a lo- like, all three women. Uh, well, Bianca Belair and uh, Rhea Ripley's, you know, career in NXT, you know, possibly being on a WrestleMania card. So I think that's, like, super beneficial. So the stock is all the way up for that. You know, I agree with you because imagine if Portland ended with Charlotte kind of uh, coming and doing her running. Yeah, that'd be pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Like, and then, and then you give uh, like we we've seen the long Adam Cole match before. What if you know we see former track star Bianca Belair go you know thirty forty five minutes? You know, like whatever. I would love to see it. My uh, my stock is up for both Rhea and Bianca. Mm-hmm. Um, as this isn't over because it looks like the seeds are being planted for a triple threat at WrestleMania. And I know that people were upset that Bianca lost. I mean, we've I've said this, we said this, like Rhea is not dropping the title on a takeover Portland. If anything, um, yeah. it's going to be in Tampa. You know what I mean? So either the Charlotte or Bianca Belair. So the fact that we're getting Bianca Belair to have a WrestleMania moment is great. She's going to look great. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and maybe people, people don't want to wait. And then maybe, you know, if Charlotte happens to win in Tampa, you get a Bianca Belair Charlotte feud. Like, imagine that. That that's that'd be amazing to me. Um Moving on, uh, Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, stock up, stock down. Stock up 
prefer Finn Balor neutral stock for Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I'm going to go Finn Balor stock all the way up. This guy's supplanted himself nicely in NXT again as this heel. Johnny Gargano, I kind of knew, we knew what we were getting with this match. We was going to have a good match, uh, win or lose, you know what I mean? Like, um, considering the angle that happened, do you are you still neutral for Johnny Gargano? Yes, absolutely. Um, I, di- I, di- I didn't think like him losing the Johnny Gargano match was gonna have Johnny, you know, quote unquote, turn heel, uh, which you know, not truly clear yet, but you know, heelish uh, ways. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't think this would happen to Johnny Gargano, but uh, we'll talk more about it uh, on uh, NXT. Fish and O'Reilly and Broser Waits, stock up, stock down. Stock is up, up, up for the Bruiser Waits. Um, very happy to see them win the gold here. I think you literally like take over like people would have been like absolutely pissed that they lost. Like there is no reason for uh, Bobby Fish and O'Reilly to like keep it anymore. They're, they're a fantastic tag team. They don't really need it. Um, but uh, I, I would say my stock is up for uh, Fish and O'Reilly, even though they lost the title. Stock up for me with Broser Waits. They've been the more enjoyable uh, pairings that I've seen in NXT. And I can't wait to see where they go. Uh, Fish and O'Reilly, it's neutral for me because, like, I already thought they were great. Um, it was time for them to drop the titles. Uh, I'm ready to see them on the on Raw or SmackDown going against tag teams like the Usos, the New Day, uh, you know, uh, Street Profits again. Uh, like, the, the possibilities are endless. I, I, and even O'Reilly in some singles competition, that would be cool to see, too. Uh, yeah, everybody's clamoring for that. <laughs> Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, stop up, stop down. This one might be a little controversial. Uh, kind of stock it down for uh, Dijakovic and kind of neutral on Keith Lee on this one. I don't think this is like one of like the best matches that they had together. Uh, I think... I think the one that they had, like, uh, like in January, was much better than this one on the show. I'm neutral for both, especially on what happened uh, on NXT TV. Um, mm-hmm. it, it seems like Dominic is going after Keith Lee again. Yeah. I'm like, how many times are you going to go to the well to this match? Um, I, I knew that it was going to be... Like, I knew it was going to be a good match. It's just that, like, I'm ready to see Keith Lee fight somebody else. I'm ready to see Dominic fight somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, these guys are too good to be to keep fighting each other or fighting forever all the time. Yeah. Um, like, the match on the TakeOver card is good, but I just prefer I just prefer one of their other matches. You know? Um yeah, so the, the stock is a little weird on this one. Stock up, stock down, Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. The stock is to the moon with these two. Like I said earlier, they had, you know, 
the match had as much violence as I wanted it to. Uh, you know, uh, trash can, kicks to the face, hard hitting. Uh, Tegan was going to go crazy with that table spot. I don't know what she was thinking. <laughs> uh, I, I like, I'm not, I'm not mad that, uh, you know, Dakota Kai had somebody help her win. Like she's a heel. So, and now uh, the feud can keep going. And now uh, Dakota Kai has a friend. And that's cool. So whenever Candice LeRae and Tegan Knox want to have a tag match, Dakota Kai has someone by her side. Stock is super up for me for, for both of these women. Like, this feud is great. It's probably my favorite one on NXT right now. Uh, mm-hmm. The brutality that I wanted, uh, it happened here. And it will probably continue <laughs> in two weeks when they face each other in the cage. Uh, keep it going. We'll talk about more about Raquel Gonzalez once we hit the show. But um, stock up, stock down. Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, I'm going down with I'm I'm down with Tommaso Ciampa. And you know what? It's not really his fault. It's because of the damn angle that he's about to be in. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, uh, I, I'm I'm neutral on Cole on this one. Uh, like it was a good match, but you know, I don't really think it really did anything for him in a sense. Like it, it just seems to be another championship match, so Chamaso Champa could transition into like something else. Like he wasn't like. Tommaso Ciampa was like the star in this one, and Adam Cole just plays like a supporting role. Really, that might sound a little weird, but that's how I, that's how kind of how I'm uh, feeling about it right now. Um, Stock is super down on uh, Ciampa because he had an amazing promo uh, last Wednesday with like taking his life back, you know being NXT champion, like doing all like just a really good promo work. And then he just got sucked right into back into the Gargano train. And we'll talk about it more later. I, listen, I, I don't, I don't want to see this again. I just don't like, I am over it. I know that they needed a conclusion. This unfortunately Ciampa got hurt. What what can you do? What 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 what's the motive? Like I, I know what the motivation is. Like if I'm writing this feud out, I know why. I guess I know why uh, Johnny Gargano would turn heel. But when he turned heel the first time, it made sense. Like this guy was like basically like like we said in the preview show uh, when he teamed up with Champa, he basically became what he hated to win a title and now it's just mm-hmm. like he turns on champa for what for what <laughs> like law like right like like you said like writing it makes sense but unfortunately i just don't want to see it <laughs> you know like this is a like it is a cool story unfortunately it does get railroaded and you know sidelined due to real life injuries and people no longer being able to like really play their part in the feud but i'm sorry i i, I just don't feel like it <laughs> let's jump into these shows um this nxt show to me was oof like it wasn't it wasn't Wait, bad hold on. Okay. 
but before we go into the show, people have been saying that Bobby Roode was a great NXT champion all because of this, uh, the Johnny Gargano thing. You gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Wait, who's been saying that? I haven't seen that at all. Oh, I've been seeing, like, I know, like, people have been saying, like, yeah, Bobby Roode has had unique matches, but people are saying that Bobby Roode is their favorite NXT champion now, all because of a little, uh, you know, just a little, uh, whatever, like a screw job or some shit, whatever you want to call the Johnny Gargano thing. People got to relax. <laughs> people will, people were dunking on like Bobby Roode's title reign, like a couple years, like Samoa Joe, Nakamura and, uh, Bobby Roode's like, uh, NXT run. Like people wouldn't, people didn't really enjoy those, uh, you know, last year, but now, Oh man, you know they had like they had like some really cool, unique matches. Blah blah blah, this and that. I'm just like, just because they're shorter doesn't mean that like Bobby Roode was like having good matches. You know, like that's so weird to me. Well, you heard it there first, everybody. Because I, <laughs> I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take your word for it because I didn't see that. Um, felt Bobby um, Roode was a transitional champion when he was. Yeah. I mean, um, I felt like it was more, not that he's not a bad wrestler, but I think it was more his gimmick that got him over at NXT with the whole glorious song yeah. and everything like that. Uh, best champion, though. I mean, hey, you know, different strokes for different folks, but like, I. People were really riding the Bobby Roode train that, sun, uh, that Sunday, and I will sick to my stomach. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, wow, that's that's a, that's a take. And with that, we get into the show. Um, I, I thought that this was a very middle of the line show. It wasn't really particularly exciting to me, which is sad. Uh, coming down to, you know, coming off a of takeover. Do you think that? Okay, do you think that NXT needs to change its formula up a little bit? Do you think that they need to get out of full sale uh, every once in a while? I just thought that this show was a little weird because a lot, like, a lot of stuff that, you know, a lot of follow-ups to the takeover since, like, this is a show after a pay-per-view. Um, there wasn't a lot of that. Um, like, we had uh, we had Leo Rush versus uh, Jordan Devlin, but that was already in the books, and you know, unfortunately, it couldn't make the uh, takeover card. That's okay. Same with uh, Dream and Strong. But, like, uh, the Tommaso Ciampa thing, like, it was cool. But, like, I kind of want to, like, you know, let's – I don't know when the next takeover is going to be. It's going to be takeover Tampa, right? Yeah. It's That's Tampa. the next takeover? Yeah, it's Tampa. Okay. So – they obviously they're gonna have to like you know slow this down a bit, but I was really just looking to for a a promo from Johnny Gargano or something, you know. Um, I don't like I like Austin Theory, but I don't really care to see him and Tommaso Ciampa wrestle. Um, the Chel the Chelsea Green and uh, Casey Carter match. I do not like the Rob uh, the Rob Stone uh, stuff. I think it's very boring. <laughs> I. I I think that NXT needs to get out of full sale for a while because if you 
if you juxtaposed it against ALW, ALW's crowds are into the show. Like, they are really mm-hmm. into it. And for some instances, it elevates some of, you know, their angles. Uh, it's not that, like, I don't like Full Sail. I think that, like, it's cool that it has, like, NXT has a home, like, it has a college vibe, but get out mm-hmm. of there every once in a while. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it looks yeah. small. It doesn't make your wrestlers seem larger than life. So, like, every once in a while, go to a new place. Also, it kind of attests to how much talent is in NXT, how much that they, you know, how much you can only fit so much in two hours. So, yeah. You know what I mean? You have to get know, these uh, people, you have to start I, getting threads to Tampa, but you also have to get, you know, people over like Velveteen Dream and Roddy Strong that you mm-hmm. planted the seeds for. And I don't know. It's just. NXT there, there, has there's these, a lot of players. NXT has these shows where. They throw a lot at you, and then you're like, oh, wow, that happened. And they throw – sometimes that they throw a lot of matches because they have so much talent, but there aren't enough uh, storylines to really hook you in. That's kind of my problem with NXT sometimes. So, you know, NXT is, it has its great moments, but, like, where ALW is kind of beating them at right now, is that AMW is finding its stride in, like, these storylines that connect. NXT sometimes is hit and miss. Yeah. Um, like, a lot of the wrestling is good. Like, this is just a really weird episode of NXT. Like, uh, well, like, I was, you know, I've seen enough wrestling for, you know, for, like, I think, AEW four and then like take over seven hours of wrestling. Like I was kind of tired of watching NXT, but like I don't know. I thought this episode was kind of weird. I don't think it's bad, but eh, it was a little off. Um, but let's uh, yeah, let's talk. Let's, about let's this uh, dive a little more deep. What do you, Velveteen Dreams return against Roderick Strong? He's he's gotten super disrespectful, but um, very disrespectful. <laughs> Including today, uh, he said that his uh, right. his gloves are made out of uh, Marina's panties. He he used the words panties. Uh, I'm like, he could. <laughs> you don't use the word panties unless you really are trying to antagonize Yo. somebody. Usually, you yeah. say underwear or lingerie. He said panties. <laughs> and I, I uh, and if true, I hope he washed it. He 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 was he was wilding out with that tweet. He, he's getting very spicy. I thought with this match that he was rusty. I, I didn't yeah. think that they kind well, of like obviously. clicked. Yeah, he's been gone for about uh, what five months, you know? Yeah, he, he, he's he been gone for a very long time. And he has, you know, he has like a he had like a back injury of some sort. And I think when you have a back injury, the last person I would want to face is the Messiah of the backbreaker. (laughs) So uh, I think um, when Roger Strong basically like dunked his lower back over the turnbuckle, I was just like, Ooh, that's like, that's going to be really nasty, but you know, wrestling, wrestling's not ballet, quote unquote. Uh, But yeah, uh, it is going to take some time for Velveteen to get back into it. I think he probably should have had, like, a match against, like, 
maybe have a match against Austin Theory uh, last week or something. Or, uh, you know, just somebody that can take a pin in NXT. Like, he probably should have, like, had that last week to see if he can, like, you know, just de-rust a bit. I agree. Um, the ending of the show where Undisputed Era kind of uh, beat the hell out of him. Um, this this I, is, like, probably, like, top two favorite beat down. I was wondering, yeah, with the ending, I was wondering, I'm like, are they alluding to Dream and uh, Undisputed Era or Dream or Cole down the road? Like, because Cole doesn't really have a challenger for Tampa yet. It could be a plethora of people i don't it's obviously not mm-hmm. going to be tomaso champa but um yeah it, it could be you never know if velveteen dream gets through roderick strong without getting killed uh he could go after <laughs> pole <laughs> um yeah um pe- pe- people obviously like want the uh the cole balor two uh match and i think that's that is up there in possibilities of what we might get but we'll just have to see. Um, Finn Balor is going to have his promo next week, and then we'll just see where the main title feud goes. We alluded to this earlier, but uh, Tommaso, uh, Austin Theory is going to come out for a match, and then Tommaso Ciampa Champ proceeds to beat the hell out of him. They're going to fight next week, but Tommaso Champa basically said that he should have saw Johnny Gargano, um, his betrayal coming, but he was too focused on Goldie. <laughs> And I'm like, Shit, me. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm like, you guys just tagged not too long ago. Yeah. You guys were DIY. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you could should have saw him coming? It, the thing is, Ciampa was the cunning one. Ciampa was the one who turned on Gargano initially. So mm-hmm. we're ha- how you set up the storyline is uh, Gargano's going to be like, well, I'm getting you back. I, I, I don't see where this is going. I, I get the Austin Theory thing. Austin Theory is very, like, if you look at prototype and how they match and and how Mm -hmm. his matches go, it's very akin to what Johnny Gargano is. So I think they're going to have a good match next week, but I just don't. Johnny Gargano is going to have to put forth a very compelling argument for me to get back to buy back in this feud. Um. You know, people have been talking, you know, we talk amongst ourselves as well. Um, a lot of people are alluding that, you know, just by some of Ciampa's words, that this might be a loser leaves NXT match. And if that's how it's going to go, I will just turn my brain off and then turn it back on once Tampa comes, because I'm not trying to really hear Johnny Gorgano explain himself. Well, if it's a loser leaves NXT match, uh, Chomp was already on record saying that if he removed the Raw or SmackDown, he would just become a coach or something. So, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. it would be him beating Johnny Gargano. But then again, yep. Johnny Gargano has done every single possible damn thing in NXT. So, you know what I mean? where does he go? Out of there. Where does he go? Yeah, he's done. He's done, though. I don't care where he goes. He's done. Uh, he's done with NXT. He did, like, you know, you said it. He did it all. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, there's, I know that people are like, oh, he's smaller. But, um, I mean, there, okay, there, there's people, there's a lot of great matches he could have. You know what I mean? Like, just give me a break, you know? Um, moving on, we had a debut of some sort 
and then a reintroduction of some sort. Raquel Gonzalez gave her first promo, which I thought was really good. Good for her, man. It, very solid promo. She basically said what everybody was thinking uh, with the Dakota Kai uh, feud stuff. And, yeah, I absolutely loved it. I love this new team. I think she has a great look. I think her and Dakota Kai can be, you know, I wonder what their team name is going to be. But if they want to do, like, some weird, like, uh, Shawn Michaels you know, and Diesel. <laughs> yeah, obviously it's going to be a Shawn Michael and Diesel thing, but uh, if they're going to have like a like a, a team name, like you know Dakota Kai, just like you know pokes fun at Tegan Knox and give them like a team kick like uh, kind of name, like that would be cool. Um, I I really like this promo. I uh, a lot of potential in her. Yeah, I'm liking that she's getting shine. Uh, I'm liking that you know. The NXT women's division, other than, you know, Rhea, like, they have somebody who's imposing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to see her in ring. Oh, oh like, uh, the Shawn Michael and Diesel comparison. Uh, yeah, Raquel's huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh, she like kind of towers over Dakota. That's cool. That's sick. We also had a reintroduction of Chelsea Green, who... Uh, Turn fought, it off! Who... <laughs> Uh, which you mentioned earlier that you were not a fan of the Rob Stone brand. Uh, the funny thing here is Bianca Belair gets on the mic and calls out Charlotte while the match is happening and the match just pauses. <laughs> and and then it and like Bianca says what she has to say and then she leaves and then Chelsea Green won. But I felt like after Bianca left, nobody really cared about the match afterwards. <laughs> it was just like, my oh. brain was off. I saw Bianca. My brain turned on. Bianca left. My brain turned back off. It was just a weird interjection that happened there. And I was like, yeah. oh, wow. Like, Bianca might show up on Raw to, like, confront Charlotte. That's really cool. Oh, wait a minute. There was a match happening. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. Uh, going forward, uh, to, to kind of like wrap things up a little bit, uh, Leo Rush and Jordan Devlin. Weird match. You think so? Yeah. Um, I like, I was, uh, I was talking about it with Justin and he was just like, you know, it never really hit a third gear. And I think like. If if they just had like a little more time, I think it would have got them there. But uh, it's okay. Didn't think that Jordan Devlin was going to lose the title. Come on, man! Like yeah. they, they're pushing this guy to the moon. They're saying that this guy's going to be on NXT UK <laughs> two hundred five live and yeah. uh, NXT, and plus they're having NXT Takeover Dublin for for. You think that he's going to drop the title? I mean, I know he, he called out uh, Walter, and it, uh, well, uh, dang, I need to remember these dates. When is Takeover uh, Ireland? Is it before Mania? I it, it, I think it's after Mania. Oh man, big mistake, but uh, that's fine, I guess. Um, well, I mean, like they yeah. have they okay. Uh, it's April twenty sixth. So it's right after Mania. You got to have something that you mm-hmm. look forward to, you know, after Mania because you got to think WWE. People ain't watching. <laughs> yeah, but like WWE has 
the Saudi pay per view next week. They have. Mm. Oh my and, God. Uh, Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to. I I kind of wanted to sweep that under the rug, but yes, it is next Friday. Um, they have Elimination Chamber, and then they have Takeover, and then WrestleMania. So you know what I mean like you don't you don't want to have too many pay per views at the same time. Uh, you want to have something to look forward uh, to. I, I, I'm just like fantasy booking. Like, you know, they did say that Jordan Devlin is basically has to defend it, you know, across three brands. And then you get three challengers from each of those brands to face them at, you know, TakeOver or, you know, WrestleMania pre-show or something. Um, but I would want, you know, uh, if they want to go uh, champion versus champion with a, uh, Devlin and Walter, like, that's okay. That's fine. That's I mean, cool. if, you, if you look through, uh, I forgot the date, but, like, NXT UK, they had a great match together. So, like, yeah, I, I'd love I'd love to see it again. I, I said that, like, with the signing of Thatcher, um, if, if he's going to be a part of Imperium, like, who's going to fight Walter? Who's going to eventually... <laughs> uh, take that down, and Tyler Bate uh, Bate is hurt, so like I they're short oh, of baby faces. Yeah, he's hurt, and then oh, uh, Tony Storm and uh, Kayla are finally gonna have that I Quit match with the very horrific ending. I can't wait to see it. Ah, uh, you <laughs> you spoiled it. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, people could read. I'm not, not going to say what the ending. I'm not going to say what the ending is, but the ending is sick. Watch and I'm it. not going to say who won. Yeah, watch it next week. Um, I believe yeah, that Walter sick. and Dave Massive are, are going to have a championship match uh, soon too. Were? Yeah, I think it's that that happened <laughs> hey. in two weeks. Hey, Haas two versus, weeks? Yeah, Haas Hold versus on. Haas. Oh well, where my calendar at? Say less. That sounds fire. Hospital. Two weeks? Bet. So let's wrap this up talking about ALW. Um, I know that the Exalted one has been teased in the Dark Order, but there was an outside brawl that happened. And all of a sudden in the crowd, a wild raven appears. Now, the ALW account tweeted this out and pointed this out. I know some people could have mentioned that this is a red herring because Matt Hardy, when his contract is eventually up and he starts getting the absolute shit kicked out of him by Randy Orton, uh, he -hmm. could be the exalted one. What do you think about Raven possibly being the mouthpiece of Dark Order? I think it would be a big step up. Uh, Raven is a great talker. Uh, I I'm curious to see if he's going to, you know, eventually be in the ring and tango. Because uh, I think once Jimmy Havoc beats Mel and whatever death match that they're gonna have on uh, AEW Dark, like <laughs> Raven will be. Raven will be an actual legend that, you know, uh, that would be cool for Jimmy Havoc to face and basically have that match under his belt or, you know, just have that badge of honor. Listen, if 60-year-old DDP can get a match, why can't Raven? Dustin's out there wrestling. 
Uh, Arn Anderson is getting involved physically. Why not Raven? Like, if, if Raven is perfectly healthy, you know, doesn't have, you know, any, you know, uh, any health issues or anything like that, maybe he can take a staple or two. Who knows? <laughs> Deathmatch Cyrus is coming out. Uh, I'm for it, man. Like you said, Raven's promos are great. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, it would give another... Since they're pairing up with Legends, like, you know, like, with Arn Anderson and Cody, and uh, I I don't know where Sean Spears is with uh, Tully. I I don't know what happened with that. But, like, this would actually be a Legend pairing that works. Because they have some momentum with this Dark Order... uh, thing that they're doing yeah i i think now that they're like you know putting their foot on the gas with the dark order stuff and like uh doing less vignettes and stuff like it's it's coming together i'm i'm hate i'm disliking it uh less and less so their tag team division we, we saw this coming from a mile away bucks win the tag team battle royal matt jackson seemingly uh <laughs> oh man he eliminated both Santana Ortiz by himself. Some I saw that like somebody tweeted out that he <laughs> got his Super Cena on. I'm like, wow, Santana and Ortiz look like dweebs yet again. again. Yet again, they look like dweebs. Since they had that tag that title match, they've just been ah oh, man. That after that one title match where they won, they got hoed. Immediately after, by the Bucks and the Rock and Roll Express, and then ever since then, they've been getting hold in every tag team match that they're in. Uh, they have the uh, the really uh, the really good one in Miami, and then they get hold by uh, Moxley, both of them in singles competition. Uh, I think Ortiz twice, or uh, Santana twice. I'm, I forget which one's which right now, but like you know, he got hold twice, like. Dark, uh, I mean, uh, Santana Ortiz just look like big losers, man. Like, when we first heard that they were joining uh, AEW, like, amazing get. I was hyped. Yeah. But now it's like, damn, they made the wrong choice. Like, maybe you should have came over to the E and start fighting the Usos like, or somebody like that. Yeah, like, say say what you will, you know, we, we you know... EC3, yo, he used to be the, you know, blah, 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 and Impact, you know. Santana and Ortiz actually used to be, like, really good in Impact. And they used to be really nice in, uh, when they would do shows with uh, GCW. So, oh, they had a match with the Rock and Roll Express on G- uh, yeah. with, uh, GCW. But, like, I think they're really missing out, like, on a lot of their t- tag team competition by going you know, to the very uh, predictable well. And speaking of predictable, Paige and Omega beat the Lucha Brothers. (laughs) Like, come on. I mean, we saw this coming from a mile away. They weren't built in like the Bucks and Paige and Omega and the problems Mm -hmm. that Paige and Omega are having, plus (laughs) the problems that Paige and the Bucks are having with, you know, him being standoffish. Keep in mind that Kenny Omega and Pac have a 30-minute Iron Man match next week. So, like, it's a little sidebar. Please, like, end the feud with Pac after this match, please. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's got popped in a weird holding pattern. But I, I like obviously, you know, they weren't really building up the Lucha Brothers to win. Like they weren't gonna lose like two weeks before a Revolution, you know. And yes, they have been like heavily hinting at you know Omega and uh, the Bucks and stuff like that. Hangman Page having like a, a pseudo weird drinking issue, um, but. The Lucha Brothers are a really good tag team, and it really sucks to see them get like constantly beat. Uh, like they're, you know, you're you're missing out on something very special. Like they're over regardless, but like I think you're doing a lot of these tag teams a disservice uh, by you know, LOL. The elite wins <laughs> all the time, and. Uh, it's just uh, it's just a little ridiculous to me. I mean, I know that we talked before because I think that the elite were losing too much and they were trying to put over people way too mm-hmm. much. Like they had to balance it out. But like, it seems like the Lucha Brothers are just spot fest guys in uh, AOW. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you even forget that Pentagon Junior and uh, Chris. Yeah, Chris Daniels had like a brief little food, and that's kind of forgotten now because Chris Daniels is feuding with the Dark Order. So, like, well, that feud immediately ended once uh, Chris Daniels botched, uh, and then you know, uh, Pentagon Junior did like joke at him a bit, and then it immediately transitioned into the Dark Order stuff, trying to like get Daniels to be the best that he can be once again. And I think that's pretty cool, but like. You know, we did have that discussion that, you know, they were putting over a little too much and, you know, uh, Kenny Omega, like, you know, quote unquote, regress, like he's not as good as he used to be in New Japan. But him having the AEW title does not change that opinion for me. Ah, man. Um, so we had a night of debuts, Jeff Cobb versus uh, John Moxley, of course, I thought. I thought, I thought it was a fine match. Like, I, if you've seen Jeff Cobb in ROH or New Japan Pro Wrestling, you know what he is. He's a solid wrestler. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything. If they've extended that deal that they had, it would behoove them to because the way that the match ended, like, Moxley wins in a roll-up. They beat the hell out of him again. Uh, like, Jeff Cobb is there beating him, too. So, like... Does Jeff Cobb come back since he's the hired gun of Chris Jericho? Uh, I don't know. Hey, man. Uh, if my hired gun fails a job, uh, I'm not hiring him again. But we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see how that happens. Uh, I, I, in, I, like, you see how that happens in ALW. Like, Butcher and Blade have, like, basically <laughs> ransacked uh, MJF's money and have not been successful at all. So... MJF is going broke hiring these like these lackeys, but uh, if they if they don't sign Jeff Cobb, I think that'll be another signing this week that they missed out on uh, with Impact scooping up Chris Bay, who was a very good uh, wrestler. Um, you know, uh, Cody saying that you know, <laughs> yeah, Chris Bay is really cool, and then immediately signs with Impact <laughs> like hours later. Uh, that's really funny, but uh. You know, uh, Jeff Cobb would be a great asset to the team. I think, you know, if he does sign, please take him away from the inner circle. Not doing anybody any, like, nobody on the inner circle is looking good right now. 
Yeah, everybody, like, you need some stuff that uh, needs to be away from this huge storyline that they're having with Mox and the Inner Circle. Not everybody needs to be swept up in that hurricane of a storyline. You know what I mean? Like, every, mm-hmm. it just seems like the gravitational pull of AOWs to that. And you need to establish, like, they've been doing good establishing other feuds but like not every big signing needs to be in this in, in, involved with jericho or hired by somebody mm-hmm. you know what i mean like how much money is, if, is getting thrown around in aow if they had a mid card title i know who would be perfect for it but i digress <laughs> <laughs> you also had wardlow's first match against cody in a cage uh, they definitely had some color here. Uh, Wardlow definitely sold himself as the, uh, like the imposing guys. Yeah, it was like really quick. In, like, Cody's already bleeding. Like, oh my lord. Uh, I thought this, uh, you know, Wardlow obviously had more to prove than Cody did. Um, I think Wardlow did great. I'm impressed with Wardlow. He, he like, I surprisingly enough, like I think the cage match worked more better in his favor than like a singles match because Warlow is this big, tough dude, you know, you know, posted up in a suit. So him just throwing Cody over and over against the cage did wonders for him. I don't think he really needed to technically wrestle in that match. Um, just crank crank the violence up, you know, do your lariats, throw them against the cage, you know, do all that, power bomb, all that stuff. Like just big power moves and it all worked out for him. Um I'm excited to see his next set of matches. Like I would like to see him tangle with like some of the other roster and see if he like still holds up. But it seems like we're gonna have to wait a long time for that. Yeah, Cody did the, the basically big uh fight from you know, underneath babyface thing that he does. Like, he takes a lot of damage. Uh, he mounts some offense. And, of course, there was a the big spot where he does the moonsault from the top of the cage on the ward by the way. <laughs> I am so glad that was the finish to the match. Yes, that was a good finish. It, it looked like Cody part landed on Wardlow and part landed on, on the ring. Oh, it wasn't too great. But I think, I think he... Uh... No, that was Kurt Angle. Uh, like, uh, Cody and Kurt Angle had a spot, like, a couple years ago where, like, uh, Kurt Angle went to the top of the cage to do his uh, his moonsault. Oh, no, that, but, was uh, the, that was the impact. Yeah, that was the impact thing that goes. The, they call him uh, Perk Angle. I, I didn't see. No, 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 no. no. Uh, outside of Perk Angle, when he was out there on the indies doing his stuff, uh, I, I, I do remember that match. Yeah. Maybe a little foggy, but I do remember. No, no, uh, you're right. They did did have a a match in the Indies where like Cody was kind of like doing his thing. Yeah, I, I do remember, and I think that was. Uh, I don't think. Uh, I'm not sure if it was the finish. I never really watched the match. I just saw the clips. Uh, it was good. Uh, this was a good match as well. Good stuff for Warlow. Hopefully, he can distance himself away from just being muscle and being you know a kind of a regular. I think so. I think that, you know, MJF, like, there's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide. Uh, Revolution is next week. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know they were teasing maybe Warlow and Luchasaurus. 
Uh, you know what I mean? Like maybe they, maybe we get that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I love it. To finish up, Nyla Rose has a couple challengers. Well, yeah, a couple. Uh, Big Swole, mm-hmm. Chris Statlander, um, Britt Baker, and a backstage thing. She attacked Shauna after kind of like being on commentary and trying to. Dude, what are they doing with Shauna? Like she, she's a good wrestler. But she loses against Chris, and then she gets beat up by Britt. And then before that, she's getting thrown through tables by Nyla. Like, I I would have not had Chris Statlander and uh, Shauna wrestle just solely, you know, because they're both baby faces. And I think the baby faces should really be like kind of like uniting uh, or just like. Uh, kind of like coming together to like defeat Nyla Rose, like beating a common threat. Like, I definitely think it should have been, uh, well, like what else heels do they, uh, heel women wrestlers do they have on the roster? Britt Baker. Is that it? Um, sometimes the, uh, Bay, Bay Priestley. Uh, oh, she, she's full. Uh, she's in stardom right now doing her thing. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I will take that back because there is no other heels besides uh, <laughs> Britt Baker and Nyla Rose. I'm sorry, I just figured that out. Um, because it seems yeah, like I think uh, most of their heels aren't stardom. <laughs> like, yeah, great decision, guys. Um, <laughs> it, I, I will reroute my brain to say. <laughs> No, that really does suck. There's no other heels besides those two. Um, maybe Shauna, you know, take, lose, loses a bit. You know, uh, Big Swole challenges for the championship. She loses. Hashtag race angle. We move on from that. And then maybe, you know, next pay, next big pay-per-view, Shauna and Nyla Rose have a match for the title. Like, I think they have uh, – they've had several matches before, so the chemistry will be there. Um, it'll kind of just be like uh, like the Andrade thing where he was like losing a whole bunch and then you know just came back and then won the title except with Shauna she won't like turn heel or anything like that they gotta think of something man cause like they're Shauna's be- good she's really good I really like her it's just that they gotta because with how they're building up Brit um like are you gonna have two heels fight each other? Like you know what I mean, Nyla Rose and Britt? Or are you gonna have Britt run through like all your faces? <laughs> I, I just didn't think like because Bay is in stardom, Jamie Hayter's in stardom, they're two big heels. They're uh-huh. like why would you make two big heelish characters like on part time? Like, I, I'm, I'm just thinking about that, and I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Like, uh, like Riho leaving, I mean, okay, she mm-hmm. had her run. Like, she could go back to stardom yeah. for a bit. Uh, but, like, I'm like... B Priestley lives in Japan, so I'm not shocked with her not, like, coming over to America. But Jamie Hayter, what are you guys doing? You guys should have really locked that down. <laughs> She she really is a great heel. I just don't know. I'm like, I'm thinking about it, and I'm just like, Sadie Gibbs, Leva Bates, Akara Shida. Uh, 
Awesome they, Kong uh, is gone. Oh, uh, yeah. She's, uh, if Penelope Hikaru Shido wants... Uh, oh, no. Is that feud with Joey over? Oh, like, uh, is that feud over? Before we wrap, spoiler alert: on ALW Dark this week, Joey Janela and Kip Saban have their match, and allegedly there's a crazy kendo stick spot that happens. I don't know, but um, sick. I'll check it out. Um, Mel yeah, and Leva uh, Bates. <laughs> oh, ooh. I wish you didn't tell me that. Um, but yeah, right now it's looking weird for the women's division. Like Kenny Omega, we're just gonna have to wait for it to be good. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I'm glad Nyla Rose is champion. This is all I ever <laughs> like. It it should have been this way from the start, but uh, now we're running into like another issue where there's no heels. Uh, well, you know, the field is weird now where baby faces are killing each other to fight the big bad heel. But it is what it is. Uh, I'm sure Chris Statlander versus Nyla Rhodes will be a good match. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can attest that you from day one, when we started the show and even before, you hammered like Nyla Rose should have been the champ first. Nyla Rose should have been that person, the first person. And now I'm happy. It seems like we started the show talking about <laughs> Nyla and we finished the show talking about a positive note about Nyla and you got your wish. Thanks, AEW, for listening to one of your fans. <laughs> it seems like they listened to, like, at some point they were trying to listen to too many. Uh, or their Discord. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know. Trust the process, and we'll see how it goes. Right now, it is looking a little weird. I mean, is that not the truth? So, uh, whatever they do next, like, hopefully they do the right thing. Like, if they want to, like, just have a match three weeks from now, uh, Nyla Rose versus Big Swole for the title, like, sure, why not? Like, I don't think their next, like, their summer pay-per-view or uh, their spring pay-per-view is probably really far away yeah no uh it's revolution and then it's double or nothing too and towards the summer or uh, memorial day weekend so you could kick off your summer in in las vegas with them if you choose to because now i think they're having the pay-per-view that saturday and then they're having dynamite in vegas as well so if you want to stay from saturday to wednesday Sure. I don't know if you really want to do that in Vegas. Um, I've been to Vegas a few times. (laughs) Four days is the max for me. Uh, Five days, it starts feeling like uh, leaving Las Vegas or uh, (laughs) that Hunter S. Thompson uh, (laughs) movie. If you're you're, you're in Vegas for double or nothing, have your 40 balls ready because it's going to be a long weekend. And long week, apparently. Maybe, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, go on a strip, read a book. I don't know, you know, do something <laughs> like that. There's not much happening during the week. All right. That is our show this week. We will be back next week. I guess we will give our uh, ALW Revolution predictions. We This is our second uh, ALW pay-per-view that we're talking about. Uh. Hopefully the car uh, the card is like concrete soon. Yeah, it's just very many like it, there's two matches that are solidified, and now it seems like uh, a lot of things are hovering. Like uh, 
mm-hmm. you know, Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara could happen, or like it's just pretty much, you know, maybe Nyla Rose gets a challenger. You know what I mean? Like maybe it is, maybe it's a triple threat between Big Swole and Chris Statlander. We don't know. So AOW right. provides some clarity for that. Uh, as always, you can follow us at RNC Radio Live on Twitter, Instagram. Basically everywhere we had a new episode of RSBN. We're talking about everything in the end, the All Star Game. Oh yeah, I want to say, um, rest in peace to Pop Smoke too. Uh, that a uh, tragic, yeah, tragic ending. It's another musical figure gone too soon. Like I feel really bad for the younger people who are coming up and losing their heroes. Like it's terrible. Um, I. We also have new episode of the A Show. Sean Ross Sapp joins that episode. They talk really a, good episode. They talk about that <laughs> the Eminem two K story uh, and give background <laughs> to that. It was speaking speaking of leaking stuff. Justin told me the other day that. Uh, <laughs> Oh, no. I'm not uh, Ashley. I don't know. I don't know if I want to get the Capcom cops on them. <laughs> no, no, don't, 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 Nair, don't do that. You're gonna, you're, we're gonna hit with a copyright strike. <laughs> oh my God, yo, this this man is a menace. But yeah, listen to the A show. It's really good this week. Sean uh, Ross App uh, uh, does some really cool stuff. Meals turns thirty. Happy birthday to him. Happy birthday, uh, Meals. And then all the usual, all the usual uh, RNC radio shows. Yeah, uh, Black Variant. Yeah, Black. Black Variant. They talk about the first reveal of Batman. Uh, we also have, uh, I think, a new episode of The Lookout, right? They talk about uh, Demon mm-hmm. Slayer and uh, the Anime Awards as well. That was it. I didn't even know that there were Anime yeah. Awards, so that was a I, eventful listen to me. <laughs> I, th- I think it just started. So okay. I think that's like the first one. Yeah. So we will be back next Friday talking about AOW Revolution. So for myself, Rajani, and Cyrus, we will welcome you back next week.